Welcome back. It's the Can Do Divas, Tiana and Chasta. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Are we live? We're live. Well, very good because this, ladies and gentlemen, is the Can Do Divas. I'm Gianna Franco. <laughs> and I'm Chasta. And we are so glad you're here with us today. We are working so hard and trying so hard to inspire you to live that fun, fulfilled, and fearless life. We are having podversations to hopefully enlighten you on different ideas in the world, in your life, and uh, just kind of talking some shit out, to be real. <laughs> basically, basically, this is a kind of therapy sessions with my best friend. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, and we've, uh, you know, hopefully you guys have enjoyed these podcasts. If you have, please hop onto our iTunes page. Uh, you can find it at The Candid Divas on iTunes. And pop a little rate, pop a little review on there. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts and what you think. And if you have any show ideas, maybe you're a can-do person yeah. who would love to be on our show. So do that as well. And you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I do want to say I learned something this weekend about iTunes that I just wanted to pass along to our listeners because um, it's kind of like our virtual tip jar. But I realized um, through doing some iTunes research. So if you rate and review us, that is super, super helpful. That is basically our tip jar. But also listens that are not from actual subscribers don't count as much. Oh, that's apparently. right. You should subscribe. So yeah. So if you're listening like through um, like uh, SoundCloud or something like that, that's great. We're super, super stoked that you're here to listen. But if you could subscribe, like actually subscribe on the iTunes podcast app on your phone, that is super duper helpful. That is uh, the most help for it it is it is and please do that so and can you get itunes on a non mac a non apple product you can get google play on like androids Okay, so um, and then you can okay, download so an their Android, podcast app. You can download. Okay, so with that but connect, to, it will still have a subscribe button. So just make sure that okay, you subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. people. So because then you get automatic updates that we upload. Um, you know, an episode, anyways, and then you can just boom, be right there. But yeah. I actually realized I was listening to a couple of my favorite podcast that I was just searching out and like going and hitting listening, but I hadn't even subscribed to for months. I was doing that. I didn't even realize I was doing that. So I made sure I went and subscribed and rate and review for them because it's a, a big tip jar. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about limiting beliefs. And I want to give a nod to the uh, podcast that this idea came from. It's called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. She is my favorite author. Um, She is freaking hilarious. I just love her. And she talked about this and it hit me in the gut. And I even shared it on Facebook and got some super powerful responses. So I thought it would be something that we should bring up on the Candidivas. I like this. I think it's very good because I, I, you asked me this question. Yeah. What, have I thought about limiting myself? What to? have you told yourself that you can't do? Like, think about it. Like, it may be something super silly. Like, I can't cook. No, you could. Yeah, you could. Anybody can cook. You if just you put your mind to it, you Practice. just have to put your mind to it. Get a cookbook. I have told myself for years I could never run a full marathon. I'm sure I could. Look, people do it all the time. In fact, there was a story. A couple of weeks ago about a guy. This was amazing. A guy who had trained really hard for a half marathon. It was his, <laughs> did you this? see this? Yes. It was his first half marathon, which was like you and I. I remember how nervous we were for totally. our first half marathon. finish. And we just wanted to finish. Well, the guy was so like nervous and excited. He started with the full marathoners and didn't realize it. And he just kept running and running like Forrest Gump and didn't realize he had accidentally started with the full marathon. And so I think he was at like... 17 or 18 miles before he realized like holy crap and then at that point he's like f it i'm just going all in so you know you can do a lot more than you think or give yourself credit for uh, but you put yourself um you put limiting beliefs on yourself and i think i mean when push comes to shove 
I mean, and this is kind of how I've always kind of been when push comes to shove. I just, I mean, you have to do it. Like you do I, it. I'll, you know, just go for it and kind of make it happen. This is a very hard question for me though, because I don't think it's so much what I don't think I can't do. It's what I don't want to what do. What you don't want to do. Exactly. What and I that, don't want to do. And then and you I have to ask your, to yeah, if you have to ask, marathon. exactly. You have to ask your, yourself that question. Am I saying that I can't do that? Cause I just don't have any desire. And if you don't have any desire, then it shouldn't be on your list and who cares? Don't do it. That's no big deal. But if you're telling yourself something like that, because you believe you really can't do it, then that's something that you need to look at. I'll give you another example. I told myself my whole life, I could never have a baby. Like I can't have a baby. Like I'm talking physical, like push it out of your vajayjay. I could never do that. I did it and I did it without drugs. (laughs) So I'm here to tell you it can happen. It's not fun. But it, it can happen. And Lord knows I'm glad I did. So, but that was something I always told myself as well. Like, I was scared to death. There's no way I can do this. I can't do this. And that, we talked about this on a previous podcast, that negative self-talk really is powerful. So I I asked this on my Facebook page. It wasn't my public page. I have a, a private page uh, called Chastis Champions. It's focused on health and fitness and uh, just well-being, overall well-being. So I asked the question um, to my followers, and it is not a big page. It's private, and it's meant to be private because we get into intimate conversations yes, like you this. you want a safe place for people to discuss things that might, you know, be hard to talk about. Be hard, about. you know like push a nerve you know that right. kind of thing it's it's, so. a, it's a place of support like you said a safe play, a place where people can talk openly about things they struggle with in health and fitness in that world so I just asked like I, I asked people do you have a lim- limiting belief and the first response I got and I'm going to keep their names private but the first response I got was that I am not enough which as soon as she wrote that broke my heart because I was like shit just got real like wow like I am not enough and then right behind it um, another person being teased throughout my entire elementary school to high school years. I sometimes still feel like her, like I'm not good enough. Then the next person I was teased throughout school too, for being quiet of all things, feel like I'm not good enough as well. I mean, are these heartbreaking or what? And then this one really killed me. And this is from a dear friend of mine. Will I ever be more than the disappointment I see in the mirror today? And then she said, "Woo, shit just got real. Um, And then another one. This is important because it's about parenting. I believe that it's impossible for myself to have a healthy relationship with food and working out. And I hope that my kids don't pick up on it. And then another response, the last one, my limiting belief as told to me by an ex, so their ex brought this to their uh, attention, that I'm not passionate about anything. It made my heart feel sad and sometimes still does. That is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that, I mean, I think it's wonderful that people are sharing their thoughts and feelings on a public platform, but it's heartbreaking to see post after post after post that it's, they're very similar. There is yeah, a, there's theme a theme there about feeling loneliness and have people being bullied and maybe just personally not feeling like you're ever good enough. Well, let me just tell you, you are always good enough. Absolutely. Like, no matter what, like you, that the only person you need to be good enough for is yourself. That's right. And that is, so if you're looking in the mirror and you think you're not good enough, you talk to your inner self and say, you know what? If I don't think I'm good enough, what is going to make me feel that way? And that's what you do. Absolutely. You do the things for you that make you happy and make you feel good about yourself. That, that, that breaks my heart. It's, it is heartbreaking because I personally know all of these people, too. They're either friends of mine or listeners of mine. And so I, you know, I see their everyday lives on public platforms, public Facebook posts and things, and they all look very happy, you know. And then you see it in private where they feel comfortable to talk. And it's like, oh, like that's what they're actually dealing with on the inside. And it's just it's heartbreaking. So you can come up with these limiting beliefs from a lot of different ways. You can come up with them yourself or, or you can be inspired by a jerk X or it could be something 
something that your parents instilled in you when you were a kid that you weren't good enough or that you couldn't do this, that or the other thing. So I just would challenge you to just kind of think about what you tell yourself that you can't do. Like I've said, I thought I couldn't have a baby. I've said I couldn't run a, a marathon. I have to, to your credit, Gian, I have to decide, do I want to run a marathon? Because let's be real. Uh, you said it perfectly. Maybe I say those things because I just have no desire to do, them, no. <laughs> to do them whatsoever. Can you think of a limiting belief for yourself that you've had throughout your life or that you have today? You know, he, like I, I don't even know if it's like a limiting belief. Maybe I got to give my parents some credit for this because my mom and dad never told me I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I think that's kind of made me who I am today. And you know me, Chasta. <laughs> like yeah. I it will always be that person like how what is the worst that could happen if you try and I wouldn't expect you to have a limiting belief I can't even imagine it for you because you're not that person like you're saying like you're always that person that you're like nah just figure it out let's I go just, for it I can't, and I just and I don't know I don't know why that is about me and, and I mean and I, I'm not trying to be all oh, braggadocious as just who I am but trust me there are moments where I'm just like oh I can't do that I can't do that but it's more things like I just I, I just because <laughs> I don't want to right like it doesn't interest me if there is an I can't it's more because I don't want like the whole like the marathon mm-hmm. you know but oh, and let me put this put this put this out there the half marathons that we did yeah I didn't want to yeah and you knew that and I and you, I never I lied about that you, you know and you were just and but you know what I I never told myself I couldn't right and I was grateful that I had a great group of friends doing it with us mm-hmm. and inspired me and had I not done that I wouldn't have motivated me to be healthier mm-hmm. it wouldn't motivated me to get the baby weight off so I am grateful right for those moments um but I, I just I, I feel like and I and I do this with, you know, the children in my life, especially, you know, mine, like my son, my stepchildren, you know, it's like my my stepson just graduated from high school. And I mean, seeing him walk across that stage, he's you know, he's been a part of my life since he was six years old. Yeah. And I bawled my <laughs> eyes out. I cried so like sweet. a baby yeah. because like in my heart. I knew he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I was like, we, like, you know, my husband and I worked very hard to help him live and drive his passion. And like, he doesn't want to go to college, mm-hmm. which is a difficult decision. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you were like, are you sure about that? Yeah, it's a tough one. But he's like the one kid you're like, okay. But college isn't for everybody. I'm a big believer everyone. in that. He is that kid. And he never, be- and like, he truly doesn't believe he can't make it. Mm-hmm. He 100% in his heart of hearts knows that he will. Yeah. And I think that is something like, you know, you just have to have that mentality. Like, yeah, you can do it. And if you're not feeling like you can't, you just, you know, find that one person in your life. Hop on our, you know, Chastis Champions here and put yourself out. Like, this is what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, I need some cheerleaders. Straight up, I need some cheerleaders. And maybe that's the difference. Maybe I've always felt like I had some good cheerleaders around me that it was like, all right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And it, what's what's the worst that could happen? You don't accomplish it, but you tried. And exactly. that's pretty fun. Exactly. I have a few things to say. Um, number one, to your point, is like, I didn't think I had a kid, but you were the person that always inspired me because you really believed that not only could I birth that child, but that I could raise that child. You always told me I would be a great mom. And while I didn't believe it for the longest time, I knew if you believed it, it could have, it, it had to be somewhere. You, you were seeing you. it. You were, you know, somebody outside of you. A lot of times will stri- see the strength that you don't think you have. Uh, it'll be there. It's, you know, people see a lot of great things in, the, in you that sometimes you don't see yourself. But it's also funny, like... <laughs> So I kind of have that notion as well because not to be super cheesy, but hello, 
We are the Candor Divas. So we're exactly we're, this is why we're this is who we are. Right. We're pretty much those girls. I mean, we named an entire podcast and blog after going out and doing it because you can do it. So the notion of I can't is not something that we really think about very often. Um, and so <laughs> but it's funny how this came up when we were in Costa Rica. You and I haven't really had a chance to talk about Costa Rica too much, but um <laughs> I am so much that I can girl that I tend to drag people along for. Oh, I saw that. Adv- <laughs> I don't know what that. See, that, that's the moment where I'm like, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> not, I can't. I don't want I tend to. Yeah, I tend to drag people mother. into adventures that I'm like, yeah, we can do it. And people are like, no, we can't or we shouldn't. And that's not safe. And so that's just being cautious. It has become. Yeah, it has become a, a joke in our house now with Jay and my mom that they're called WTF Chasta moments. I mean, this has happened a multitude of times, but I can tell you just a couple of examples. Number one, when I took Jay out on the PCT to go on an 18 mile hike and we almost got ate by a bear. That was one. Uh, that was actually where it started. And then as we're in Costa Rica, on this tiny little plane, it was like a traffic reporter plane. It was like enough for like four Cessna. to four to six people. Yes, I mean it was so tiny, and my mom was having a total freak out moment, like legit freak out moment. I have never felt so bad in my life because I had drug her on this tiny little plane in the middle of the freaking Costa Rican jungle, and she thought I was the end of her. Like she thought that was like yeah, she didn't sign up for that. Oh Jasta. yeah, and I and I put the sweet part on Instagram after I put Instagram away. She had tears rolling down her Aww. eyes, like legit. I I, I I have never felt so guilty, but she did it, and it was that same conversation. She was like, yeah, no. I, of course I can do it, but I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Marsha, I feel you. And so she, my mom never cusses and she didn't cuss. She said WTF, but she was like, there's a WTF Chasta moment. Like sometimes my, wait, I, have a I get in my own head before. Wait, did, I want you to finish that story, but real quick, no, no, question. No. Did she, when she got off the plane, I mean, was she, was she angry? Was she happy? Was she like, okay, let's not do that again because I want to know how you got back. Yeah, exactly. We, well, that was the funny thing. So just to give you kind of an overview of Costa Rica, we went to literally where no one else goes. We went to an entire side of the country that no one travels to. I didn't know. I didn't know that because we were going for a very specific purpose. We were going to a sloth sanctuary on the Caribbean side of, um, Costa Rica, no one goes to that side. They go to the Pacific side. That's the tourist area. So when we land on this this tiny little plane on the beach, there's a runway on the beach, and the runway is so tiny that whenever the plane lands, it literally has to back up, awesome. turn around, and get to this airport. And when and when I say airport, the airport is literally the size of my house. It's like a grass hut. There in the is. Middle I'm of not the kidding. Ocean. I'm not even. I, I believe it. I'm not kidding. I, we got out of the plane, and there is a guy sitting in a chair with a notepad and a pen. Pencil, and he took our passports, physically wrote down our passport numbers and our name, and we moved on. And he's there was probably, no one else there. He's probably like, Dios la bendiga. You uh, arrived. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God bless you. You're here. Seriously. I mean, it was that moment. There's a lot of drugs that goes through that tiny airport. Oh. That I can guarantee you. Uh, so we get to the Sloth Sanctuary. So by the time she got there and, and we had this amazing experience with this family who owns the Sloth Sanctuary, she was glad we were there. But what it took to get there was pretty intense. I mean, in, we also went through a little rainstorm on that flight as well. So we do have to go like you have to get back on the plane to get back. And we had to get back. Now, oh, whenever she she was better going back because she knew what she was getting into, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess so. This was funny. Like this plane was so tiny. They literally like, you know how when you get on a plane, you have like a boarding pass and it has your number and it has your name and it has all your information. This boarding pass was a piece of laminated paper that literally said boarding pass. 
And that's what they gave you to get on the plane. So like the next person who have that same, they'll have, have that, same, that same boarding yeah. pass. Like it is like a little, it looked like a, um, you know, like when you were a kid and you needed to go to the bathroom in school and you would get <laughs> like a bathroom pass. pass. That's what it looked that's like. Awesome. And so, you know, it was, I mean, there was a lot to laugh at, but that's how tiny it was. So she knew going back, okay, like I got to get my brain in the right place for this. It's only 45 minutes. Like she had all the tools to get herself through it on the way back. It was just that. She didn't know it was coming. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't could, know we were on a flight that small. Could you have taken a boat there? No. Mm. You got to fly all the way across Costa Rican jungle. Oh, okay. And I was just trying to think yeah, about no, I understand. Of of transportation. You could have driven, but it was like an eight and a half, nine hour ro- road on tiny little one way um, bridges and Screw stuff. that. I mean, Costa Rica is 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 an adventure we chose it the funny thing is we chose it is because we thought it was like an easier place to take a child that was still a foreign country and still adventurous but like man costa rica lots of people go there yeah there are still parts of costa rica that are not uh well built up we'll just put it that way but it was beautiful you should go but anyways my point to that is that i have a real because you and i are so those girls are like we can do anything that sometimes it will almost it didn't backfire, but it could. You it could. could get your, it, it could. You could get yourself into a situation where you're like, oh boy. You know, I don't. <laughs> like, oh, we got it. It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I dragged my whole family onto the, including my young child, <laughs> onto this tiny little plane in the middle of the jungle. Yeah. It could have went bad, but it didn't. See? The irony of that is what's so funny is that day you posted that um, Instagram story. Literally, I was getting my nails done mm-hmm. um, or it was right around there or maybe it was the day before after I, I was getting my nails done and I took Falcon with me yeah. and on the TV, they were showing this nature channel and it was a whole story on that sloth place that you were at. Oh my God, you're kidding. Nope. Swear what? to God. It was like Costa Rican sloth habitat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that is exactly where Auntie Chasta is right now. Whoa, that's yeah, weird. It, they did a whole story on it. It was kind of funny. And oh it was, it's God. a family that runs it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, we're, we're friends with them now on Facebook. Like they love Cody. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What a neat adventure. And I think, you know what? I think it's good to challenge yourself and, you know, telling yourself that you can't is, is really just like, like take can't out of your vocabulary just ask yourself okay first of all do I want to do this Mm -hmm. and if you do what steps do I need to take to get there right if I you know if I want to risk my life to go see some beautiful little sloths (laughs) and snuggle them how important is it to you right and your loved ones yeah exactly I'm kidding and Um, everyone that's gonna be on that tiny plane but seriously like I think it's not even so much about telling yourself that you can't do something it's more about asking yourself well do you want to do this like is this going to serve purpose and value in your life what do you hope to accomplish and if the answers are all yes yes and yes then there is nothing that is stopping you from taking the next steps except yourself so you just got to find a little bit of courage just mm-hmm. go deep down into that inner you and say all right what do I need to do to make that next step to do something that I can accomplish and just look around you you know if so-and-so can do it then I can do it I always think about that momhood I'm not going to name any names but I'm like if that person can be a parent I can be a parent yeah hell yeah you know? <laughs> but I mean it's true you know if, if I can run a half marathon trust me Trust me, anyone can do it if it's uh, something you want to do. I did. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. all the motivation you need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Just, just, just. If I did it and I did it twice, people, I know, right? So yeah. just that's all the motivation. If you ever thought you couldn't, <laughs> God bless you. You can. I hate to be like uh, to to pound this over the head. It's kind of it's because it is cliche, but where there's a will, there's a way. And if you don't want to do it, you'll find an excuse. Absolutely. And I think when we read some of these messages. Um, about people being bullied and about people not, you know, feeling that they're, they're worthy. Uh, You know, you absolutely are. And 
I the the whole bullying thing, the fact that it happens as we're kids, as we get older and so forth, I hope you do find a place at some point or a moment in your life where you realize that that person is only trying to compensate for something that they lack or something that they find admirable about you. Mm-hmm. And that's why they choose to, you know, target you and attack you because they're not you and there's something about you that they either want to be or they find uncomfortable and that doesn't mean you should change who you are absolutely you know that's so so just be be true to who you are and i think people at some point it all gets better as we get older yeah you know and they figure it out because as you get older you give less craps you give less f's you You know you just do the best you can you start to own your your whatever it is you know your own issues because we all got baggage i mean i was bullied when i was a kid i was called shamu because i was a chunky little seventh grader but you know i i compartmentalize that too like you're saying like who who is doing this to you who did that to you and what were they missing in their lives because you know misery loves company and a lot of times it's because they're either jealous or they are miserable and they just want other people to feel the way that they do so you really have to think about the source of where that is coming from if your limiting beliefs come from bullying then really consider that I think and don't be afraid to go and and talk to somebody about it I'm a big believer in therapy as well I try to you know find those um, sources and work them out absolutely and I think that's that's kind of what people need to do and I think maybe we've sort of had a theme in a couple of these podcasts uh, these conversations that we've had about making sure that you try to always ask and put yourself out there to get help, to, you know, reach out for someone that can be there for you to help you mm-hmm. if you're feeling like you need that. If you feel like you're a place in your life where you're like, okay, this, I just, I need a little bit of help. Yep. I need an assist. So we say it in, in sports. There you go. Sports reference. I need an assist. Sometimes an assist. Trust me, I, I, my mom is going to Arizona for a couple of months mm-hmm. and she makes our world go round. Right. Literally. And. I mean, she's, she is everything. She is my Draymond Green. I, you know, it's like, I need her Draymond Green place for the Warriors. Um, (laughs) Congratulations, Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Um, But you know, she is my, she's my everything. She, she helps me with everything in my life, especially with my son and all that stuff. So trust me, it's like, oh, I've already thought to myself, okay, I can't do this by myself. Right. I am a working mom. My husband works. How am I going to make this happen? Like, what do I need to do to compensate for my mom not to be mm-hmm. here. And it's going to take like three people. But you'll figure it out. Her one. I, I figure it out. I'll yeah. Sh- I will share my my resources with you. I'll share my Sid with you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you will figure it out. And it goes down to the basics of this podcast and this blog and just who Gianna and I are at our core. We truly are can-do divas. That's why we talk about things like this because we really believe in ourselves and we believe in you. So if you ever, uh, you need us to kind of, to reach out and smack you around and tell you how great you are, we can do that. Yes, <laughs> Let us we know. Can. Reach out to us. You can find us on any social media platform as Candu Divas. Uh, you can hit us up personally. Gianna is Gianna Suter. Did I just say that? You That's just hilarious. said my maiden name. That's, That's her maiden name. Sorry, Gianna Franco. Well, I just, uh, how long have you been married? A Almost decade? 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> October 17th. I just had a decade flashback there. <laughs> Gianna Franco. Uh, you can find me as Chasta on any platform as well. All right. Thank you all for joining us and we will see you soon. We are the Candy Divas. Love you. Bye.